Hi, friends. Hello. Welcome to part two, episode two of Take Three Talks. I'm here with my co-host, Mayjun, and I am Steffi, your host. Hi. Thank you for having me. I, I'm like kind of having butterflies right now for some reason. It's kind of like <laughs> we're on a second date or something. So it's oh kind of cute. <laughs> oh my God, he's so cheesy, you guys. <laughs> I'm cheesy. Okay, to give you a quick little recap in case you forgot what happened last episode. Spoiler alert, we became boyfriend and girlfriend. We graduated Pratt. I have a degree in communications design with a focus on graphic design. And Majorna has a degree of communications design with a focus in art direction and advertising. Then we started to work in New York after a long process. We started our sponsorship for the H-1B lottery visa. and we And we got it. So now... All that time has passed and we're in September slash October of 2015. Okay, so by this point, I was living with my roommate. Mijun was living with his roommate and we were really first starting to feel like we had real jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a very interesting feeling like all of our hard work and all the stress and the anxiety that we went through kind of, you know, it paid all happened and it paid off. Yeah. So we, yeah, we got our real jobs. Yeah, it was it was really crazy because we were starting to, like, have friends at work, kind of. Yeah. Or, like, we were still dressing cute for work and stuff, you know? Yeah, because um, it was so new. Even when we had to work late, we were like, oh, yeah, you know, we're, like, in the advertising grind. Yeah. But. It was, it was, it was like a new chapter of yeah. our lives in New York again. Yeah. You know, chapter one was college and getting through that. Yeah. And then chap- the next chapter was you know working in new york yeah and we also all our friends were still in new york even mm-hmm. beta was still in new york yeah and we all lived like around so- like we all worked around soho mm-hmm. so you know when we used to see each other after work and yeah i think it was just re- a really fun weird time in the timeline mm-hmm. but to skip ahead a little bit in january 2016 is when we decided to move in together so yeah. it was quite fast but it was it was what we needed because we had already been kind of dating for so long. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> had that experience already, kind of um, as roommates, quote unquote. Yeah, in college, kind because, of. Right? Like, we're we sneaking of, around and being exactly. roommates in college. <laughs> <laughs> we were like fake roommates. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, after we dated for I would say you know May to December, we're like I think we can actually just move in yeah together yeah exactly it made sense because of like rent you know my roommate was moving actually Mm -hmm. and i had to find another roommate and i was like you know i was i was living in a two-bedroom apartment so it would have been amazing and it was amazing you moved in and we had a two-bedroom apartment in new york it was in like you know it was in brownsville and it was like really dangerous yeah but it was good for the moment it was a good start you know for the time we had it it was a great start and it was 1600 yeah it was one thousand six hundred dollars a month for two bedroom yeah exactly and that's cheap that's dirt cheap yeah compared to rent in new york like rent in the city yeah exactly and like anywhere else in brooklyn yeah but i had a question what are the biggest pet peeves we noticed of each other since moving in together okay <laughs> should i get started yeah <laughs> he's okay. like i'm ready <laughs> i'm ready no, i think <laughs> i i just kind of really just had one um the one for me you were uh a piler so what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> she would come in after a long day of long day of work and then drop things on the floor and then they would start piling up she would put all of her clothes in the same spot 
and they would just start piling up yeah well everybody has like a chair you know <laughs> and like a pile of clothes they're not dirty but they're also like not clean so you can't put them away but like you know you could use it again like you know who washes their jeans every day but like you know i just had my pile so me june decided that in order to fix the pile oh, he yeah. would buy he would buy me a bin so then he bought me a bin but little did he know is that the bin would just start piling up <laughs> so she would start piling up the bin instead of the floor so i did not help the situation really <laughs> exactly so that was his that was your peppy that's mine? my peppy that yeah. okay so i mine is that you have corners so like <laughs> you do like this thing like major organizes the place and you just like see corners like i should do a whole series on instagram stories of all the corners you create. You should call it May like, June's Corners. Literally. <laughs> he sees things and instead of putting them away, he just like finds a corner and puts them. Like you can envision it, right? Close your eyes and think of like the corner of a wall. <laughs> okay, I'm closing my eyes. And envision all the little bottles in the bathroom just being in this little wall, in this <laughs> little corner of the wall instead of behind the door. And... That's his thing. That's his way of organizing. But I've gotten better. Yeah, you've gotten better. Definitely, you too. I've gotten better. I think. I don't think so. You, no, you no. folded all my clothes. Actually, no. I, I think I don't think you've gotten better with the yeah. piles. And I'm sitting in a corner right here. <laughs> so, and I told you not to put the chair in the corner the other day because it doesn't go there because I almost <laughs> hit it with my foot. Okay, we're talking a lot about these corners <laughs> and piles. <laughs> but um, and then another thing I think is how um i think we learned how specific we were about certain things like how specific you are about dental hygiene yeah. you know like i really started taking my flossing game strong when i started dating you <laughs> you know like flossing game strong now but like at first like my teeth were bleeding man <laughs> like it was rough but Jun was like very into dental hygiene with me on the other side i think Meijun would put away stuff, like my stuff, but he would just like put it away in the closet. Oh, yeah. But it's not where it goes. Like, and oh when you're God. rushing out would, yeah. of New York City, when you're rushing out and you know that the subway is going to get there at 9.58 and you need to get out of the house at 9.53, so you have exactly five minutes in case, in case you fall down the stairs, then you can't be like messing around with a girl's order like i know where my dirty pants are exactly what layer of the lasagna of the pile you I know learned, i learned the hard way <laughs> yeah i learned the hard way to not do that yeah so but i learned the hard way not to put away your flaws and i learned the hard way to not <laughs> try to put away your clothes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um and then something we did a lot was we prioritized traveling and being boyfriend and girlfriend before we decided to adopt a dog because like to me i was like i was your first girlfriend and we had just started working in new york and it was really like our time to shine let's say you mm -hmm. know so like it was time for us to really experience this and we got to travel a lot as yeah. a couple before we adopted Guillermo. And even when we adopted Guillermo, we would just leave him um mm -hmm. with Jen. Yeah. But I would, But we'll talk yeah. about Jen in a second. But yeah. let's talk let's talk about our travels for a little bit. So the first trip we went on together was Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. And that was so fun, wasn't it? That was it? awesome. 
That was one of my favorite trips. As yeah. just as just both of us. Oh my god, it was so fun. Like the tres leches that we got from that woman. Every restaurant. We stayed we at this to. really cute Airbnb. We'll find Paul. He still has an Airbnb in Puerto Rico. Oh yeah. We'll we'll add the link. He's also a designer. He's also a graphic designer. And we'll add the link in in the show notes. But literally it was the most amazing because he had this old pug. Oh yeah. He had two dogs. Two dogs and a chihuahua, maybe? I I think it was a chihuahua. And a pug. It was definitely an old pug. Yeah. But it was so cute. And Puerto Rico was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. You had been before with friends in you guys' college trip. Yeah. I had never been. And I planned every single thing. Like everybody has to know and I think Everybody could guess that I am the plan freak in the relationship. You are the organizer in the relationship. I organize, I plan, I'm efficient. I I like to get things done and I like to see things and I like to walk a lot of walking. Puerto Rico was amazing. We got to do so much. We went on that ocean trip, remember? Mm -hmm. And we went, um, can you tell them when you almost drowned in the ocean? (laughs) I should tell them I almost drowned. (laughs) We just went on this, this... Snorkeling. We went on this boat to go onto a, a separate like island area yeah. um where we do snorkeling and all that stuff right all that fun stuff so <laughs> i i was like oh i'll snorkel i'm not a great swimmer by the way so but i'm comfortable in the water up to a point he's like i'm comp- I'm comfortable in the baby pool i'm comfortable <laughs> in the baby pool but i went snorkeling and then you know i went down and you know looked at all the fish took pictures and all that stuff but you for were like, so into the pictures? For like yeah, for like two, three minutes. <laughs> and then I come up and then I'm like, where the hell am I? <laughs> the wave pushed me the casually. The current. The current. The wave. The, wave. <laughs> the current pushed me further and further from the boat. So and then to when the I back ca- of all the boats. Yeah, and then when I came up I didn't see anybody. <laughs> oh my god, it was so bad. Um, and I, we both didn't have glasses on oh, that and was we the were in goggles and we were like swimming one from one side to the other, from one side to the other. Uh, it was so funny. But, and then at the end, the guy ended up giving you like a little lifesaver donut thing. The, yeah. What is that called? The um, lifesaver. <laughs> <laughs> the lifesaver donut. <laughs> um, and that was Puerto Rico and it's amazing. We have so many Polaroids. Maybe I'll upload a video, a whole video of just Puerto Rico on our Instagram. We went to Miami. We also went on our first trip to New Orleans. Oh my God. Our first of three actually yeah. that we did to New Orleans. It's one of our favorite cities. And we ate so much. I ended up actually sick for two days straight and we binge watched game of thrones mm-hmm. uh, but we that. ate literally the best we'll also link our blog on new orleans and the places we love um shameless plug <laughs> but so i have a question for you now we've started traveling not only living together but we started packing traveling together you know all of those things hotel rooms which side do you sleep in like mm-hmm. You know, what were you say, would you say like the biggest hurdles of us when we traveled together? Mm-hmm. I think that um, both of us have a level of travel anxiety yeah. that we both process differently. Yeah. Um, it's taken us so long. It to was, it's to really it. tough. For me, um, like I have the, the pre-packing travel jitters, jitters where I get so paranoid about leaving things yeah and i'm like oh my god we're gonna forget this we're gonna forget this we need this i would make lists and then i would get really in my head about like 
this and then, fear uh, of forgetting things. Uh, but then on the other side, I would do the exact same thing. So I would also have my set of lists. So I think when we both started traveling together, we both had our own senses of security mm-hmm. of like individual security. Yeah. And then like we both had to do this together. And that's when we like both like, heads and clashed, yeah. you know, like clash of clans. Mm-hmm. Like it's such a small thing, but travel anxiety is so real yeah like absolutely until we like i like to be on time like earlier than on time i like for people not to fuck with me that day <laughs> <laughs> like i am serious you know yeah. um i am a serious really good packer like seriously really good um so when may june when we both first started dating i was like yo like you ain't packing this like yeah I, I am just, like, the queen. You were in charge of packing from day one. Exactly. But then, like, the list. Like, you would forget some of my stuff because you, we didn't have a condensed list. Mm-hmm. But now, guys, now we're, like... Now we're pros. We're pro travelers. Especially after, like, filling a whole container worth of our life. Yeah. No, that's... <laughs> Let's not skip yeah. ahead, but... <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of a lot of expertise we got <laughs> under yeah, our belt. No. But let's <laughs> talk about the rushing thing. Like, you, you would get so... Um, like anxious about getting there on time yeah. that and you didn't know how to communicate that with me yeah. you would just we would get into fights i would just about, be angry yeah about like nothing right yeah and it's because you're anxious and you didn't really know how to communicate that mm-hmm. with me yeah and, and likewise for me yeah exactly we were so young my gosh so i think that was that was like the, the biggest hurdles we encounter when traveling together but you always wanted a dog and yeah. I always push us to travel before getting a dog because once you have a dog, stuff changes. Your life changes, yeah. But we did have two pets at home. Oh my god! Before yeah. Guillermo, mm-hmm. that were Guillermo's long lost brothers. Yeah, and for you guys who don't know, I am a turtle lover. I love love turtles. I grew up with turtles. I still have my two turtles in Jamaica. Like every single gift I've ever given him is a turtle. <laughs> yeah, something. literally everything was turtle related. But I love turtles and. So I got two turtles while I was in college. He sneakily, secretly maintained two turtles, Micah and Don, through college. And when we moved in together, uh-huh. I bought them a bigger tank. I yeah. bought them treats. Some of them got them sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was amazing. And we were turtle parents. It was awesome. But it was so easy because those things, like you just like... It's like just Don't call so them easy. those things. I know, but like compared they to here, my turtles. Oh my God, like they were That's so, but, but so they were, easy. They were pretty like oh, active. But, no, you, but but cleaning the tank. Oh, oh my the tank God! Was really the horrible. one time that you actually broke the tank in the ba- in the bathroom. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh my God, that was so bad because you know, we didn't have that machine. That but yeah. <laughs> okay, we don't have to go into details, but we had turtles. It was yeah. hard to clean, but they were amazing. They were amazing. They Mike were and Don, and we had to give them up when we had to give them up for adoption to mm-hmm. a rescue sanctuary of red-eared, um, red-eared snap. Oh. Red, red, snap. Air, red, red eared sliders. Yeah. Turtles. <laughs> red sliders. eared sliders. <laughs> um, red eared snappers. <laughs> 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 I read that to Steffi's list of words. Um and yeah, we, we had to give them up and we cried very much. We have a bunch of photos of those. We'll actually make another video of this. But so when do we know we were ready to adopt Guillermo? I think we were like silently searching. We're passively like, looking yeah. for a dog. Yeah. Passively, um, that's the word. Um yeah like in 2016 was when i was like we should get a dog but you pushed us to kind of wait until 2017 at least right so but we were always just like 
oh look at this dog we'll send each other links yeah to, to look at oh my god look at this dog named billy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know um, and we would always talk dog names in the subway when we always. did commute together and because most of the times we didn't commute together yeah and we would um and we came up with we actually came up with the name guillermo before we even knew what dog we were getting yeah yeah exactly and uh, we'll have a whole guillermo story but and we'll tell you guys all about adopting, what we learned, what we didn't, mm-hmm. tips, uh, what worked, what didn't, and traveling with him and all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. focusing on Guillermo and, you know, now we're in February 2017. So we had spent, now it was like almost a year and a half mm-hmm. since we started dating. Mm-hmm. You know, almost two years in 2017 since we started dating in May 5th. So when we saw Guillermo, it was on an Instagram post that a friend sent me and I sent it to you and they were like, Robinson is looking for a family, a forever a home, home, a forever home. And it was yeah. this really sad photo. And it was so, 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 so sad that we canceled everything. We're like, we need to go meet him right now. We messaged Gina and we met her that night and we saw Gary when it was this little six pound ball of bones and he didn't know how to walk on a leash. And he was terrified of everybody except mommy. Mm-hmm. He came onto my lap and it was like this moment that I like knew he was my baby. Mm-hmm. And it was he was so terrified of every single thing. Like sweet little Guillermo was afraid of doors, stairs. He was of so men. small he couldn't go up the stairs. He was terrified yeah. of men. He was like, you know to a certain of everything like mm-hmm. everything um we taught him everything from like peeing in the pee pad we would like literally like trained him like potty trained him every night like we would wake up every three hours to like potty train him and like we would stand on top of the pee pad to make sure he peed there <laughs> and he's such a good dog he's amazing and so we adopted him but how did our life change like our life took a 180 yeah absolutely um i do want to say that the moment we saw guillermo it was like love at first sight we knew he was guillermo and yeah he absolutely changed our lives the moment we got him we had to really look at our priorities again like everything changed like the what time we get up in the morning what time we go to sleep um you know how do we train him um, do we need to take him to daycare? Do we need to take him to school? Oh my God. All like, that stuff. The vet, exactly, all the bills. The vet, the yeah. bills. Like, the, I think just to close out the chapter a little bit, not to close the chapter on Gamera, but like mm-hmm. to like speed things up ahead here. Like, we were such newbies. Like, we had two, we, we had two tips to give you guys. It would be number one, make sure you have a savings account yes. just dedicated for your dog. 100%. Number two, get pet insurance, especially if you live in the States, especially if you live in the States. We had, Guillermo had allergies and we're not kidding. We spent upward of 5k mm-hmm. on bills. The first, like overall. the first few months. Yeah. It was insane. First year, it yeah. was unreal. Um, so yeah, definitely like this is serious. Guillermo was adopted from Korean Canine Rescue. He's a Korean meat farm dog and We'll have another episode just on how we adopted him and all about Korea and him and Korean canine rescue. Maybe one day we'll get to interview Gina. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to give people a little bit of a behind the scenes look into what did our day to day look like? Now we had Guillermo, we had moved in together. 
we actually moved apartments to uh, an apartment in bed later that year. Um, and we lived there all through February of 2019 when we decided to, um, spoiler alert, quit our jobs. <laughs> but just give people a little bit of what you remember, uh, because you never remember anything, <laughs> of what you remember about what did your day-to-day look like? You actually used to take care of it with you to work. Yeah, um, the day-to-day would be wake up, take Guillermo on a walk, and then get ready for work. And then we would go our separate ways on the subway. Yeah. We would take the first train together, and then we would kind of split. Um, and then... You would cover Guillermo's head so he didn't see me, so he didn't cry. <laughs> yeah, he would cry so much when you would leave the train, <laughs> literally. And then people would think that i'm doing something with guillermo because he'll be crying and then people are looking at me weird <laughs> he stole the dog <laughs> like i stole the dog or something and it was quite you know embarrassing but <laughs> um yeah and then so the day-to-day would be you know go on the train to get to work and then when we get to work i would work with him on my lap like basically the entire day and you would take him to pb all the I time because did he have accidents a couple of times he had so when we just got him he had accidents in the um in the office but thank god my my co-workers were co-workers were amazing everyone loved the dogs everyone loves Guillermo right <laughs> so especially with his name and he was so small yeah and so afraid of everything he was and everyone literally um but then he would start coming out of your shell and mm-hmm. okay and you would so when did we start taking Guillermo to Daker? oh when your when your work stopped allowing you yeah when you guys got bought out so yeah as yeah exactly so as our company as a company grew we got bought out by a different agency a a different like corporation basically and then the rules changed where i could not take any pets we couldn't take any pets into the office anymore so that kind of changed things again yeah we would have to basically look for daycare for guillermo in order to kind of um you know still keep him as a pet (laughs) yeah because he would howl so loud we could not keep him in the apartment exactly he would would cry literally for hours and hours and hours too much and we would probably would have been evicted yeah Yeah. evicted for sure so we got him to daker and that's where we met jen loves dogs shout out to jen loves dogs we'll also leave her instagram account her business she's amazing she's a dog dog walker walker. she actually dog sits cat sits Mm -hmm. cat walks and anything that you <laughs> want her like turtle walk whatever you want her to do she's yeah. amazing with your pet uh and that's where we met jen and we used to go to daycare and daycare was really expensive as everything else in new york but you know we would go drop him off at daycare and then we would both take the train and like to like the train to our connection mm-hmm. um the l to the like the g to the l mm-hmm. and then we'll both separate ways um to our connections i lived in um you worked in I lived in. I worked in um, the West Village, mm-hmm. and you worked in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I worked in Chelsea. Um, so, if you could get one thing right now from your work lunch, what would it be? Three, two, one, go. So I would go to this place called Sunak, and it's kind of like Essen, where you literally can find everything in there, from sandwiches to like bowls to salads to sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would get the bowls, the the rice bowls mm-hmm. with the chicken and oh, yeah, so the good. different mix, and, and that would be the and that would be the cheapest option. That would be like 
eight dollars nine dollars compared to other places that would yeah. sell things for like north of twelve thirteen dollars yeah, exactly yeah and then would you get like a side something a soda chips anything no. um, my office had like um seltzer oh, they had snacks good snacks, snacks. Stuff, not yeah. like mine yeah so if i had to close my eyes and get something from around work i would 100 percent go to chow house and get some sichuan chinese food and some sour fish hot spicy soup um yeah 100 percent. that's what i would do and the work was really busy we would go after work with friends and we would go hang out we would not sometimes we would not see each other until like 11 p.m at night um we both had very fun lives i used to go to class pass a lot uh i would go to different studios every day and yeah it was it was amazing i loved that part of our lives mm -hmm. and then so this is where we get into the climax of the story and in february 2018 I get to go to Beijing for work for two whole weeks. All expenses paid trip by myself. <laughs> so I am so excited when I get to China. I, I was, my expectations were completely blown. Mm -hmm. Like I have you, you've never been to Beijing, right? I've never been to Beijing. You've been to Hong Kong. I've never been to Hong Kong. I've been to, yeah, I lived, I live in south of China, so I've never gone north to Beijing. Yeah, and I had this whole different idea of what Beijing would look like, but it literally blew my whole mind. Um, I loved it so much. It's the most amazing culture. And that's when really the chip and the little bug of, wait, I could do something more with my life, not necessarily better. Just like there's a whole world to see and we're just stationed somewhere. That's really where it all kind of started changing so this Beijing trip was the most amazing thing you stayed home alone and were a dog dad I was for a two weeks full-time dog dad yeah you would like go home pick like be with Guillermo pick up Guillermo drop Guillermo mm -hmm. go to work take him to fun, the park take him to the park everything spend weekends together go to brunch together dog and son dog and son dog and son <laughs> daddy, <laughs> am, and, am I the son? daddy and son <laughs> time um and it was amazing right mm -hmm. you even saw friends you guys went to prospect park yeah together. yeah i i try to make the most out of the time other out of the time um with Guillermo yeah and we kind of explored and did as you said, dog yeah. and son. And that time. was when Guillermo <laughs> was really like getting really close to you, yeah. too, because he was finally not that afraid of things. Mm -hmm. and it was good for us to kind of um, build that relationship together without you. Yeah, it's true. So important. So then in March through May of 2018, we had so many work travels. I went to Miami, to LA, you went to Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, and then in June of that year, so we like, we're like, you know, Spitty, Spitty Gonzalez traveling everywhere. June 2018, we traveled to Portland for the first time with our baby, Guillermo El Perro. Right? Mm -hmm. And tell us a little bit about what is your most fond memory that you have of Portland? Um, I think for me it was, I keep remembering the, the moment we got into our Airbnb. Mm. It was... It was such an uh, amazing Airbnb. So gorgeous. So much space. It was so... The vibe of it was so cool. It was so, so cool. your aesthetic, too. It was so my aesthetic, yeah. I don't know how to explain it, to be honest. But the moment we got there, it was just like, oh, my God, this feels like home. Guillermo yeah, would have his yard. Guillermo would have his entire yard. I, th I think it's because we lived in New York for so long. Yeah. And we never had a yard. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were there, it was just like, wow, this feels so cool. And I can't believe we'll be here for the next like, you know, 10 days. Yeah, because we always we're the type of people that take long trips, guys, mm -hmm. like long trips, yeah. 10 to 12 days. And 
you know, when we went to Portland, we made sure that we stayed somewhere close because we did everything on foot. We went to one place, Bia Vos, which was Cannon Beach in uh, in Oregon, Portland, Oregon. And it was, to me, my, like, the most fond memory, I would say, is when we were the, um, the Japanese and, like, the Rose Garden, like, that day, mm-hmm. and Forest Park when we did our hike. Right. And we ended up being, like, so late. And mm-hmm. it was, like, so amazing. So I think those three things were like one of my most fun I loved, memories. Yeah, I loved Cannon Beach too. Yeah, that was the first time. That was the first time we were we were at the beach with Guillermo. Yeah, the beach with Guillermo, and he he was just like running, and he meant running those in the sand. Shugs. He was running in the sand like it was Baywatch. Yeah, you know? so it was really really cute. Um, and he hated the ocean. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> like it, but we liked it. <laughs> yeah, we liked seeing him in it. But yeah, yeah what was your um, favorite food? um blue star donuts period I let's go yeah Move i think on. it's blue star donuts that we got their donuts every single day every single day every they're single the day. most amazing donuts don't go to buddha donuts go to blue star blue donuts, donuts. <laughs> just don't waste your time um new orleans 2018 again we loved it it's amazing we have a blog we love new orleans don't skimp on it chicago 2018 we went to new uh, to new york we went to chicago to visit our best friend Betta for her birthday we surprised her we surprised her and we spent christmas with her and with her family in the suburbs of chicago and then we spent december in new york city because this was the last year you know the last december we were going to have in new york that was given like a given mm-hmm. like granted mm-hmm. um because in 2019 the visa paperwork had to start yeah and something to say about that is that we both knew that 2019 was our the year to renew the visa and the yeah. chances are you know we, we didn't know what was going to happen in 2019 so we made the most out of 2018 yeah to, that's where the, the travel bug kind of came in where we went on every single trip as much as possible without thinking of how much money it would cost or saving yeah. or all that stuff, right? Yeah. Because we knew if we didn't do it this year, there could be a chance that we don't get to do it next year. Exactly, 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 exactly. So true. So, you know, our visa was ending that year. What do we do now? In January 2019 is when I kind of came to you and I just completely lost my mind and I cried to you, yeah, you for like down. three hours. Yeah. I broke down and, you know, I told you that I wanted to quit and I told you that, even though I love New York and it was my dream that there was no way I could do this for the rest of my life and that it was either New York or me. Yeah. That was, that was, that was really, really tough. That conversation was, um, mind blowing for me as well because I, I wasn't ready to leave yeah. New York at myself because yeah. I was comfortable where I was with my job and, yeah. you know, and I had recently got like a raise um, you know, I loved my coworkers yeah. and, you know, you it were was so comfortable. It was, re- yeah, I think that's the perfect word. I was really, really comfortable and secure. Yeah. Um, so and, uh, and also like we weren't thinking anything else because it was like, like it, that was never a thought in your head that there was a possibility that we could ever go somewhere because we made it. We got the H1B. The next step was to renew yeah you know there was never a thought that you could either jump somewhere else or not like you know it was like i gotta renew my visa you know we're not gonna risk jumping somewhere else so we're gonna renew like it was not like there was another it was like it was like a movie script that we had we thought we were gonna stick with this script of renewing the visa and continuing to see what happens right yeah but for 
you know, when we had that conversation, it took me a while to really yeah, it get was on really board. hard. So it was that's when we really like, you know, you said I'm not ready to leave New York, and I said, well, either you know you come with me or we're gonna have to figure out a way. Mm-hmm. And we actually had our trip planned to Seattle mm-hmm. in February. It was before this conversation, and too. we <laughs> didn't know about this. We just bought the tickets in December, mm-hmm. and. It was literally the most amazing trip. We went, but we went with one mindset. What if we did quit our jobs? What would this life look like? Mm-hmm. I don't think in one moment did I think that our creative studio would pick up as fast as we did. I think we were going to be like wannabe travel people, mm-hmm. you know, and content creators. Yeah. And like go from place to place to create content for people. Rather than have our creative studio pick up so fast like it did. Spoiler alert. So I just want you to tell me a little bit of the Seattle trip and like what is something that you loved the most about it? Or like what well, was your one of the fo- most fond memories? I have so many. This trip is really special to me. Yeah, I have so many too. Okay, and so go course. fast. Let's do like a, like a round robin. Let's do a fire a, round. Let's yeah. do a fire round. Um, okay, so the the food I love our daily walks to Pike Place Market. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite things to do. Yes. We lived so close. Yes. Our Airbnb was so close to Pike Place Market. Again, another time where we picked the Airbnb very specifically because yes. we did everything walking. Yeah, exactly. You know, we didn't have a license, so yeah. everything that we had, we wanted it to be downtown. We wanted it to be safe, pet friendly. Always, it was mm-hmm. the smallest little suite apartment. It, it was cute, and yeah. um, yeah, we would go and get pierogies. Yeah, this Not Russian pierogies. We'll get ro- yeah pierogies. Pierogies, pierogies, Yeah, this yeah. Russian pastry. Oh, yeah, it was pierogi, pierogi. so delicious. Oh. and then we would go to the salmon the fish market yeah. and we would get um you know free salmon because yeah. of guillermo literally they would give a little go go bag for guillermo and we would steal half would, of it yeah we, he would get the biggest <laughs> samples so we're like guillermo you can have all this yeah. so we split it half exactly. half with him um, um but we also used to go to ghost espresso Yes, Ghost Alley Espresso. Ghost Alley Espresso. Um, also, all of these things you can see in our blog, or the Seattle blog. Which we'll share. Yeah, <laughs> good, good shameless plug. Um, I, I think and I just love the fact that we walked so much. So much. We walked literally, I would say, um, I don't know how many miles. Like 30,000 steps. Yeah, like 10 one, miles That a one day. day that we ended up having that, the, the curry and we went to the library, we went all the way to the other neighborhood. We would walk to all of the dog barks. I have a whole map. Literally, you guys can download it for free on our website. I have downloadable guides and Googles of like dog friendly parks, which ones are not, which ones are, which ones are good hikes, which ones are good restaurants. Like everything in our life was pet friendly Yeah. because this was another pet friendly trip we did. So every single thing i always curated it everything like mm-hmm. but what was the craziest about this trip oh, is yeah. that the snow magadon of 2019 hit S- sn- the snowmageddon 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was a snowmageddon in seattle for the Everything first time in so long the chinese restaurants were closed the and chinese laundry rooms were and if the closed. chinese restaurants closed that mean it's this shit's real it's right? real like nobody's wa- working yeah. so there was one poke place piroshki piroshki and that's it. Yeah. So we would kind of like stack up on yeah. the bowls and exactly. the proshki proshki pastries. Exactly. Um, and then just have that for our meals. <laughs> exactly. 
and it was so good we spent the whole time inside like out of the 12 days that we were there i think eight of them we spent we inside got, we got trapped inside basically snowed. yeah so yeah so seattle was where everything kind of started where we sat down in the eight days to really you know live this creative retreat life dream and envision what take three could be so this is really where this episode comes to an end <laughs> um and i'm going to you know kind of leave you with the little bug of what the next episode will be it will tell you all about the take three birth story what is take three what does it mean how do we come up with it why do we decide to move to ecuador was that even an option how do we start to quit new york you know it's a process it's not something that you just decide and it happens how do we pack our container home and how do we start take three and where we are today in 2021 Mm -hmm. so part three will be coming next week and i can't wait to see you guys right here and we have some surprises next episode so can't wait to see you guys here thank you so much mijun for coming here thanks again for having me for sharing with me, for going back memory lane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, can't wait for more trips together once all this pandemic crazy comes to an end. Yeah, absolutely. And also, happy anniversary because oh we were recording this actually a few days before our anniversary. Happy the anniversary. Day before week. you guys see part one of this episode series. And thank you so much. Have an amazing day, night, and anything you're doing. Hope it all goes amazing. Bye, you guys. Bye.